Welcome to another episode of Water and the Spirit podcast. Let there be light. This is the voice of Brother Jerry Sakala in Botswana, reading sermons written by Brother Eric in Ghana, New Life Mission co-workers. What must we drink? Part 4 Our Lord told the woman of Samaria in the city of Sychar, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. John chapter 4 verse 13. Having studied in detail the first requirement which one must satisfy in order to drink the Holy Spirit, which is about knowing one's sinful nature, we came to the conclusion that the woman whom Jesus spoke the above words met this first requirement in order to be entitled or qualified to drink God's fountain of living water. In fact, she also met the other two requirements which we're going to look at today. They are one, man's ability to obey the law of commandments and three, believing in the sacrificial system of the atonement of sins. But please let us not get confused for the numbering of the above requirements as two and three. All that we studied previously was number one requirement. So what we're going to study today is a continuation in sequence of points and we shall look at both together. Due to this, today's study will be a bit longer than usual. This is because the true living bread and water is not usually longer as compared to the Sunday sermons. So, going back to the two requirements above, one may be wondering with the following question, how do we know that the Samaritan woman met the two requirements above? And one may also say, what scripture passage provides evidence for this? In answering such a question, let us look at what the woman told Jesus in the same account of John chapter 4. She said, I know the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. John chapter 4, verse 25. Here, when the woman says, I know the Messiah is coming, then the question is, how did she know that the Messiah is coming? In the Old Testament, people came to know Christ the Messiah through the law of Moses and the sacrificial system of atonement. That's why when Jesus came in the New Testament, he said, For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe in his writings, how would you believe my words? John chapter 5, verses 46 to 47. By the words of Jesus, 
which he stated clearly above, we can see that in the Old Testament it was impossible for anyone to know Christ or believe in him without knowing and believing in the purpose of God's law and the sacrificial system which he gave to Moses as revealed in the Pentateuch, the Torah or the five books of Moses. When Jesus says, For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, he is talking about all the five books of Moses, which testifies about him as a prefiguration or the foreshadowing of everything that he was coming to do for mankind. Therefore, when the Samaritan woman says that, I know the Messiah who is called Christ is coming, then it means that she knew and believed in the revelation of God's law and the sacrificial system which revealed the work of the Messiah to her and which was going to be fulfilled by his water, blood and spirit. 1 John 5 verse 6 The Samaritan woman was therefore one of the women of faith who did not only accept her sinful nature, but she also accepted the fact that she couldn't obey the law which God gave to Moses and that it was for this very reason that God gave her the sacrificial system of Jesus Christ to deliver her from the law of sin and death. Romans chapter 8 verse 2 That's why she said that, I know the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Brothers and sisters, this woman was a true woman of faith, and we must understand that Jesus did not meet her in the city by an accident, a chance event, but he went there purposely to meet this woman whose heart was yearning for God and who was spiritually thirsty so that he will give her the living water of the Holy Spirit to drink. When the woman told Jesus, I know the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ, when he comes, he will tell us all things. Our Lord who came to find that which was lost replied to her, I who speak to you, I am he. John chapter 4 verse 26. So upon, upon hearing this, the scripture says that the woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to men, Come and see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? John chapter 4 verses 28 to 29. By this time the Holy Spirit was already working in the heart of this Samaritan woman. This is the reason why she went out to testify about Jesus Christ to the other Jews. It is just like what happened to Apostle Peter after the Lord asked the disciples who he was. And we all know that even though at that time Jesus had not yet died or resurrected, after Peter gave the correct answer, he told him, For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 16, verse 17. But how does God reveal the things about his word? Jesus Christ to us he does it through he does it through the holy spirit that's why the apostle paul said 
but God has revealed them to us through the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 10. So the point that I am trying to establish is that just like Peter, the Holy Spirit was already working in the Samaritan woman, but the Spirit was waiting for the fulfillment of the other works of Christ, his death and resurrection, so that he will indwell and seal the woman fully and forever for her redemption. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. By the time that the woman left her water pot to testify about Jesus Christ, her spiritual thirst was already quenched after hearing the words of life from Jesus, just like the woman of adultery of whom the Pharisees wanted to stone to death for breaking the sixth commandment. But we saw how Jesus quenched her thirst too. When she heard and believed in these sweet words of the Lord, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. John chapter 8, verses 10 to 12. But there is one thing that we may get confused about the Samaritan woman concerning her testimony about Christ when she said, Come and see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Here when she says, could this be the Christ, it does not mean in no uncertain terms that she was doubting Christ, but rather it was a rhetorical question which was not asking for herself, but she wanted to help her fellow, her fellow residents to come and listen to the Savior and verify things for themselves. In the Old Testament, when we say a person knows and believed in the Messiah, it means that he already knows and believes in, one, the unblemished Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, two, the laying on of hands, his baptism, three, the slaughtering of the animal, his death on the cross. Therefore, if we were preaching the gospel to an Old Testament person who already knows and believed in the sacrificial system, there is no need to tell him or her how Jesus would take away the sins and die. This is because it is something that God had already revealed to them. All that a person in the Old Testament was supposed to do is to know and believe that the Christ who was born of the Virgin is actually the Messiah, period. In other words, an Old Testament believer already believes that God will transfer the sins of humanity on Jesus Christ through the laying on of hands according to God's method. Therefore, if God's method was the baptism, then such a person in the Old Testament already believes in the baptism of Christ, which was prophetic. So, for the Samaritan woman, she is someone who already believed in Jesus Christ without any doubt. That's why after those that she spoke to went to see Jesus themselves, they returned back to her saying, Now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. John chapter 4, 
verse 42. Therefore, if you are on this platform or wherever you are, you must also know if you have believed in the true gospel of Jesus Christ. It is not because of the Apostle Paul or because of Reverend Paul C. Jong or because of Pastor John Shin or because of Brother Eric or because of other servants that you believe. All the servants of God are his workers whom he used to teach us his word. Therefore, now you also believe not because of somebody, but because you have seen it for yourself that everything that the servants of God have been teaching you is clearly written in the Bible and that their writings have been gathered by the Spirit of God. Isaiah 34 verse 16 So having heard from God and having confirmed it in the Scriptures, we have all seen that these things are indeed true. If this is how it is for you, then nobody can deceive you or make you go astray from the true gospel of the water, baptism, blood, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. To conclude our study for today, we can see that the Samaritan woman was able to drink the Holy Spirit after the resurrection of Jesus because she met all the three requirements which qualified her to be indwelt by the Holy Spirit of promise. And when I say this, please don't get confused. This is because it is written. But this is he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. John chapter 7 verse 39. This means that even though the Holy Spirit was working in the heart of the disciples, such as Peter and people like the Samaritan woman, he was not indwelling in them fully, and neither had he sealed them. But it was after the resurrection of Jesus that God poured, sent him to indwell the believers and to seal them as his children for their redemption in perfection and in perpetuity. So nobody can drink the Spirit without meeting all the three requirements. Our study continues in the next episode of What Must We Drink? Part 5. That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Water and the Spirit podcast. This has been sermons written by Brother Eric in Ghana. This is Brother Jerry Sakala in Botswana. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can listen, stream or download Water and the Spirit podcast in your favorite podcast app.